Let's get out of the Smart Rain special guest line. It's no mystery Utah's in an extreme drought. That is why uh, Smart Rain is the solution for any commercial property concerned about water consumption while managing irrigation smartly. Find out more at smartrain.net. Joining us now, former Cougar and our good friend Jordan Pendleton with us here on The Big Show. What's going on, Jordan? Nothing much, man. What's going on with you guys? Hey, we're hanging out at the RV show today. Are you, are you outdoorsy? Are you an RV guy? I'm. I'm not. I can't say that I am, uh, but I'm not opposed to it either. I just. Okay. Just, yeah. So. so. Sounds like Jordan's kind of right there with you. Yeah. Or, it sounds. You, yeah. He could be interested if he decided to get interested to jump on board. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> I feel like you know, given his profession, he'd have to find like I'm picturing Rocky Four, like ways to train. You know what I mean? <laughs> like if you were an RV guy, like like li- like tearing trees clean out of the ground or something to stay in shape. I don't exactly know. right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jordan. Hey, BYU snaps the streak. Give us give us your takeaways, man. Yeah. No, I <laughs> I feel like um, I. I feel like the last, I don't know how long I've been chatting with you guys, but I feel like the last nine years, it's just been like, every time I come on, it's super disappointing to have to get on and talk about how Utah beat BYU again. So, um, no, I, I'm, you know, it was, it was a good game. Um, I thought BYU played exceptionally well, and I, and I thought they were the better team that night. And it was just, you know, I felt like it was so good for the rivalry in itself. I know Utah fans are extremely disappointed, but... Um, it's good for the rivalry for BYU to get back on the win column again. And overall, I just I, I thought they were more prepared. Uh, I thought they made uh, bigger plays when it mattered, and and they didn't turn the ball over. And you know, I feel like year in and year out, when we talk about this game, it really comes down to, to turnovers. And in the past, BYU's turned the turned the ball over way too much, and you can't do that against a, a good team in Utah. And I really feel like that was the main difference. So, Jordan, if you examine the whole thing, all, all the things you just talked about, um, other than the turnovers or lack thereof for the Cougars, uh, what was most impressive of all? Well, the, the, the most impressive thing to me and, and what stood out to me the most was, you know, BYU's third down efficiency and, yeah. and, and their fourth down. You know, they were 11 for 19 on third down, uh, which is over 50%. And then if you if you count their... Um, you know, when they went for it on fourth down, they were one and one on the flip side of that. Utah was two for nine and 0 for two on fourth down. And, you know, anytime you play a good team like Utah, you, you know, to get off the field on third down is so huge. And if they're able to keep those drives going, it creates a ton of momentum. And BYU was able to capitalize on a lot of third downs and keep the ball going, kept the ball in our hands. Um, time of possession, I think we had about 10 more minutes uh, time of possession than Utah did, which is that's always a good thing when you can control the clock. Um, and then, obviously, Jaron Hall was was unbelievable. You know, there was moments in the game where I felt like, you know, because there, there's, been there's been years and years now where BYU's been in control of some of these games. I remember a couple years ago when Zach Wilson was playing, we had a really good lead. He threw that pick six. And you could just feel the momentum shift for Utah. And, and, and when Utah scored on that long drive they had on Saturday, I just felt like, oh, here we go again. You know, they're going to they're gonna come back. They have all the momentum. And, and the very next drive, Jaron Hall was super poised. He was in control of, of the whole entire game. And he went back down and, and we answered. And in the past, usually when Utah's gained a little bit of momentum, They've kept the momentum, and, and, and this game is really about momentum, in my opinion, and Utah's been able to 
control that over the last, you know, almost a decade. And so that, that was one of the, the most important things that stood out to me was us being able to get them off the field on third down, our offense being able to convert on third down, um, and then Jaron Hall just showing a lot of poise, not turning the ball over, not trying to do too much. Um, he ran when he could, and, and he threw the ball when, when his guys were open, and, um, and he didn't turn the ball over. And I think that was the biggest biggest reason for BYU being successful in the game. Kalani hasn't been uh, the perfect coach, right? And I think most first-time head coaches uh, learn some lessons in their first uh, few years. And I know, Jordan, you were vocal about some of those things that I think uh, that Kalani learned about in those first couple of years. So my question is, what has he figured out to get the program to this point? What, what, is he, what, what has he done to the program to improve the direction? What lessons do you think he's learned? Yeah, that, that's a very good question. You know, I've, I've always been a big fan of Kalani. I thought, you know, I, I think a big part of it was obviously just, you know, coaching changes and coaching staff changes. I think he's, he's got a really good crew surrounding him. Uh, I feel like they're all on the same page when it comes to um, recruiting, um, what, what's going on inside the locker room, how they're approaching practices. And, you know, I had a couple of former players uh, reach out to me over the weekend were like, you know, and, and keep in mind, we were coming from a, a good culture. It was a different culture under Hall, but it was different. And they were like, man, how lucky are these kids? Like, just the amount of swag, and, and it just feels so much looser, and it feels different. And and so, I, you know, I think Kalani's done a really good job, um, you know, having a couple of those down years of, of being able to, like, you know, obviously made some coaching, they made some coaching changes, and I feel like the staff that they have right now is all um, clicking. Um, I feel like you know they, they've they've got good leadership on the team as far as the as far as the players goes, and and I think they're they're playing loose. You know, one thing that stood out to me in the game, and, and it probably stood out to a lot of people, was was when the one of the Nakua brothers got a personal foul, and I was actually really really happy when he did that. I know a lot of people were you know were worried about the missing the extra point, and if it comes down to one point, and that's the reason we lose, then that's you know. But in my in my mind, I was really excited to see that because BYU was fighting back, and and you know we were we were the ones that were the aggressors. And in the past, I felt like Utah has always come into the game, and um, and BYU has been a, I don't want to say intimidated, but we've played a little bit softer, you know, over the over the over the years. And I felt like there was just an attitude to the team, and I think that's what Kwani brings. If you watch him on the sideline when he's celebrating, and you know he he just brings. He brings that excitement, and I think it it, it really um, trickles down to all the players and, and, and everybody, all the coaching staff, the equipment managers. I feel like um, everybody can, you know, really loosen up and 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 have have a good time. And at the end of the day, you know, football is supposed to be fun. Do they have to execute? Absolutely, but I think he allows his players to go out and be themselves, and and they felt loose, and they they looked super confident going into that game. And I think. Um, that, that's the biggest thing Kwani has done is making his players feel confident. Um, he always gets called a player's coach, and I, and I think the players love him, and, and they love to play for him. I don't know if Jaron Hall is a great quarterback or not as far as slinging the ball around. I guess I need more information in that regard. But two things he's really got going for him, and my, or actually three things, I guess. One is the quality of those wide receivers you were talking about. I mean, that's a really good group. And traditionally, when BYU has good receivers, their offense really uh, performs at a high level. The other is the run game with a guy like Tyler Algier. 
I mean, this guy's a stud. And then you add that third element in that Jaron, even though he doesn't want to take off running all the time, he can. And so those three things, it seems like, will help smooth any rough spots as far as him being a traditional quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's exactly what Jaron brings to the table. Uh, we all know he's a he's a phenomenal athlete. Uh, the, the kid is he's explosive. He's elusive. He can run. Uh, he can make plays on his feet. He can scramble when he's under pressure. And you know, but what I what I've been so impressed about with Jaron is usually when you get a really really good athlete like that. Um, that you know, and, and like you said, I, I think we're all kind of trying to figure that out. Is is he is he a great quarterback or is he a great athlete? And I, I think what he's done a really good job at is not trying to do too much. Um, you know, we, we all know he can run, but the, the big concern there is we, we've got to be able to keep him healthy. In the past, he hasn't been able to, to stay healthy. And so when he's running all over the place and taking hits, uh, that becomes a huge concern. But I feel like when he's been very smart about the times where he's taken off and he's extended plays um, that, that have sometimes turned into run plays, I, I think he's been so effective and he's been smart about it. But he's also somebody that's not scared to sit in the pocket either and and find his receivers. And when you have a talented receiving core like BYU does right now, obviously it makes his, his job a lot easier. But I'm not seeing him try and force throws. And and I think that's what's, you know, usually when you get a guy under, under center for the first time that's really taken over a team as the starting quarterback, sometimes they have a tendency to force throws and, and make throws that, um, you know, whether it's in a tight window or, or they're under pressure and, and I just feel like his decision making has has been the biggest benefit to his, you know, his style of play this year. He's he's just making good decisions. And he was a little rusty in that first game, but once he calmed down, you know, he was able to be effective the rest of the game. And and he's just being very smart with the football. And when you add that athleticism at a quarter as a quarterback, and the defense has to worry about the quarterback running, and he's and he's very very good at it, um, then it, it, it frees up the running back, and and it, it really creates a lot of challenges when you're trying to defend um, you know, a team that has a quarterback that can run and a, and a phenomenal running back as well. Well, let's continue that thought, shall we? Because that's the exact type of uh, quarterback that BYU is going to be facing this weekend <laughs> in Jaden Daniels for Arizona State. So what does the defense need to do to be most effective against a player like that? Yeah, you know, it, it really when you, when you face a running quarterback like that, it's so important that every single defender – uh, does their job and doesn't try to do somebody else's job. And, and that sounds so basic, but I see it. I even see it on Sundays when I'm watching NFL games. You know, usually when these quarterbacks get out in space on a designed run play, um, it, it's because somebody's not doing their job. And what I mean by that is if, if you're the quarterback player, um, you know, a lot of people, they're the quarterback player, they fake a dive or they fake a, they fake a pitch, and you think you're going to go make that play on the dive, and then he keeps it. And now you got two players going. You know, you got two players going to the same spot. And so any any like uh, you know misdirection type stuff that the offense tries to do to you know to try and get your defenders in the wrong spot, you've got to be very disciplined. One um, and, and do your job and do your assignment and not try and make plays that aren't yours. And, it, and it's very hard as a defender. You want to go make every play, but sometimes making the play means just doing your job, even if, even if you don't make the tackle. The other thing is, you know, when you are doing your job, you got to make sure that you're taking good angles. Um, you know, when quarterbacks can run, uh, if you're not taking good angles, then they're going to they're gonna be able to get outside of you. And, and so, um, you know, 
having, you know, having the ability to, to one, be disciplined, and then two, when stuff does break down, be able to, to um, take good angles. And then three, you got to be able to finish and you got to make the tackle on some of these good running backs that are, that are more elusive. So, Jordan, what would you do in regard – well, let me say it this way. Against Utah, BYU is really good in picking their spots to bring extra blitzes and, and uh, resources to uh, bother to disrupt the offense. When you're playing against Daniels, do you just try to contain him or do you bring the heat like BYU did at least at times against the youths? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, the most important thing is, is – you know, going to be first and second down, stopping the run, um, putting him in situations where, you know, he's going to have to, you know, try and make or extend a play, um, really putting him in uncomfortable situations. And then at that point, it, it gives you options. And I think, you know, I think BYU, we're going to see BYU this week. I don't know. Um, this is just a guess. But I'd imagine that they're going to they're going to switch it up and try and, um, you, you know, uh, throw him off. And, and, you know, that's that's the hardest thing as a quarterback when you don't know who's coming or if you think people are coming and then they're not. And so, um, you know, the, the best – it's like a chess match. And I, I feel like if, if they can, um, you know, be very good at disguising, put him in situations where he's uncomfortable. Um, obviously, I think we have to bring pressure. When you have a quarterback like that that can run, you got to bring you got to bring pressure uh, to make him feel uncomfortable so he can't just sit in the pocket all game um, and, and just sit and pick his, you know, pick his spots. And then – you know they've they've got to have very clear assignments on who is the contained guy, um, and and make sure that whoever is contained that he doesn't get outside. If we can keep him in the middle of the field and funnel him to the linebackers and the inside guys, then you know that that's that's the most effective way. When you when you let these guys get on the outside, and you know coming speaking from experience, when we played Nevada back in 2010, and Colin Kaepernick was the quarterback. Once once these guys get outside then it's, it's, it's just game over because you just have no help. And so making sure that you have guys on the perimeter that are, that are playing contain and then switching it up, bringing pressure, and then dropping people in the coverage and then having a spy when you do drop in coverage, having somebody that's a spy that can, that can come off out of their assignment and be able to come and fill in on the quarterback. Jordan Pendleton with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Um, with all of that in mind, how do you think BYU does against the Devils? You know, I, I think they I think they have a really good game. I feel like, you know, back-to-back wins off of, you know, Arizona. I think that was the first time in history, you can correct me if I'm wrong, that they beat two teams that were ranked in the top 25. And so um, I feel like going into this game, I feel like they got a ton of confidence. Hopefully they didn't celebrate too long after that Utah win, and, and and they're extremely focused on this, you know, on their next opponent. And you know, I think BYU's rallying right now. They're playing good on both sides of the ball. I feel like their big guys are really controlling the line of scrimmage, and I feel like they're, you know, if they it, they got to keep this momentum, and, and if they can keep this momentum and play the the way that they have the past two games, I don't see there's any reason we you know shouldn't be able to beat these guys this weekend. Jordan, as always, thanks for jumping on with us, buddy. We appreciate it. Absolutely. You guys have a good one. Thanks. Back at you. Jordan Pendleton uh, talking BYU football.